0: I don't know who says. Holy Spookoli <laughs> baby! Boys, girls, in betweeners <laughs> Welcome to the spooky ookie ookie finale. Ah! And then, like a lightning <laughs> strike. Yeah, crows. Ah! Yeah, bats flying away. Bats, can't make crows, the bat spiders, schools. My daughter uh, is starting to get to the age where, like, she thinks there's like things in her room at night. Yep. Because there are. Um, but she doesn't say, <laughs> yep, because I fill her closet full of animatronics. Because uh, she think she's not like, <clears throat> she doesn't say like ghosts or there's like a monster in my or under my bed or anything. She always says, Daddy, there's a ghoul. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, That's so much scarier. She's got an advanced but, infestation, yeah. dude. If there's a We're ghoul. We're not talking about ants, termites, or ghosts, dude. We're talking about ghouls. Dude, at that point, I'm like, No, you got to deal with that on your own. I'm not, I'm not. Certified for ghouls, I can do. Dude, I don't think monster. anyone is. Yeah, it's Ghostbusters, not Ghoulbusters. I listen. I've looked through the phone book. There is no the <laughs> I've white pages, high and low. Can't find them. Scones. Yes? it's Halloween. It is, and it's uh, our season finale. Season finale. Season finale. Happy Halloween. Woo-hoo-hoo. I just got back from trick-or-treating with my little daughter and little son. Hell, yeah. Did you take all their candy, all the good stuff? Oh, yeah. I was like, you can have the dirt and rocks at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my daughter was Claudine Wolf from Monster High. Of course. every three-year-old <laughs> wants to be. Who doesn't? Uh, Everyone was like, are you Velma? And she's like, what is that? She was like, wow, there's no culture here. Yeah, really. She's like, this. these people, these fucking boomers. Bunch of boomers, dude. And then my son was like one-fifth Frankenstein because he was not patient enough to sit through us putting green stuff on his face. So he was like lightly green Frankenstein. Lightly green Frankenstein. And boy, was it magnificent. He looks great. I saw you spike the hair up, like the perfect hold there with the... Yeah, we had high tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four hundred dollars to get that done, and worth Um, every penny, every single penny. Have you? Did you do anything uh, Halloweeny today? Me? I went. I had no. (laughs) Today sucked. My fault was I bought a house. My fault. It took my fall from me, which is fine. I sacrificed it. Oh, I thought you just said I bought a house. My fault. My my bad. Like, my bad. I'm, no I'm joking. My bad. My fault. Uh, and <laughs> so I was meeting someone to come give me a quote on something. And at noon, he was like, hey, meeting you at one, right? And I was like, yeah. So I drove there. It's like a half hour away. I get there. He calls me at like five minutes before one o'clock and just goes, hey, I forgot I have a doctor's appointment. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not showing up today. That's that was like six. So I drove all the way back. Minor inconvenience, but still very annoying. When you're well, when you're a superstar, when you're a jet, you're a jet, all the way. So no, I am Um, not doing. I wanna. I think I want to watch Halloween after this. I don't have any candy. (laughs) I didn't have any candy at all, dude. Dude, you haven't had one piece of candy? Not one. Although I have some trail mix, I'll go steal some uh, M Ms out of that. Yeah, the M Ms out of there. That counts. That counts. That counts, dude. Back off. That counts. Just because I'm a it. hashtag health nut and eat tons of yeah. trail mix. All he does is eat trail mix every fucking meal. But I did have time to reflect on the amazing season we've had here mm. at Slingin' yes. Dingers. <laughs> yep. Phil, Morbo, the band. Everybody's here, I, baby. I had, I just jumped the Honda Civic. You did, and you Ooh. look spectacular. Morbo has his tux on. I see that. Me and Dars have our tuxes on. Yeah, we're and the skeleton band even put a little uh they got like suspenders yep. that are kind of going through their ribs. <laughs> yep, they put extra spooky dye in the lava pit so it looks kind of like yeah. green and so purple yeah, and, and bubbly. Scary. Yeah. I want to take a dip. <laughs> oh, I might have to do this. You kidding me? Hey. You might have hey hey. Might have to take a fucking dip. Although be careful. Uh so so yeah, that's this is the season four finally. So the f- another <coughs> like fifty something episodes in the gosh darn books. Sweet. And if you are and, new listeners, yes. you know these Halloween spectaculars are our final episode of the season, marking uh the transition from season four to season five. And Werewolf, we have Spider. Exactly. Bat. <laughs> Boys into men, men into werewolves, yes. Yes. And we have listeners vote on their favorite episodes from season four. And we'll be listening the to yeah. top five and playing little clips yeah. of them. Fun little clips. Little little clippies. Little clippies for um, your chippies. Yeah. So I mean, do we just jump right in? Uh, I think we have to. Okay. Well, gang, I don't drum roll please. special Halloween music we do, right? Uh, yeah, I can find sure, sure. <laughs> Yeah, sure. We'll edit it your post. Number five. Five. Number five. And number five is a little, uh let me find the exact episode number. Hold on. I should have put that down. They did the mesh. Let's see. Season four, episode 29. Yes. The Muffin Man. The muffin Man. Baby. Muffin man, baby, baby. Now, I did not expect this M- one. Baby. I actually am not going to lie to you. I don't. Re- I when I went, I back, don't remember talking about. It. I don't. I flat out did not remember. <laughs> this episode I didn't at all. until we started talking about like the sugar, like thing. the sugar baby. Uh, that's yeah, not even this baby. episode. So I love that. that's not this episode. Sure isn't. <laughs> so this is. I thought it was. I thought it was the muffin. But the man. listeners okay. love it, so we love it. Oh, that's the great train host, isn't it? (laughs) Sorry. Well, that doesn't mean... Wait, that does not mean it's on the list. It sure doesn't. That just means it's the episode. You're right. The Muffin Man. Yes. The Muffin Man uh, and the eel carts. (laughs) Big, smelly eel Uh, carts, dude. Big, smelly eel carts. Really uh, interesting potential origin of the the Muffin Man song. Yeah, it's uh, again. No one knows what the word dreary is. No one's knows. translated no. it since ancient texts, and right. we need to have some kind of Rosetta Stone level discovery in order to know what that is. But yeah, we yeah. Listen, England back in the day, anywhere back in the day was terrible, <laughs> and the fact that yeah, you don't want to go back and ate night. seafood at all before electricity blows my disgusting. mind. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the grossest. It makes sense why lobsters were fed to like the poorest people. Probably because they were just disease-ridden filth monsters. How did you not get sick every single time? It's crazy. There, yeah. How are you not always reaching for that muffin, Daddy O? Like, yeah, you gotta get the bread, Daddy. Gotta get that bread, Daddy. Bread, please. (laughs) That's what my store would be called in like 1436. That'd be sick. Thank you. So without further ado. Without further ado, listener. Should we play the clips? Play the hits. Play the clips. Uh those sources are scant. Some claim that the true story of the muffin man has to do with a vicious 16th century serial killer. Oh no, that's so long ago. Yeah, don't worry. He's still out there. Shit, they never <laughs> he caught hasn't him. Been caught. <laughs> never caught him. And we know that muffin diet, that's like the new Mediterranean diet. They live forever. I would I would 100% do that. Skunz, so are you a muffin top or a muffin bottom? I eat the whole thing, baby. Oh, gee I'm a Willikers. big blueberry muffin fan. I met sexually. Just end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Never record again. Just no-, <laughs> no more. That's it. Everyone's gonna be like, what happened? Alongside muffins, Londoners might have picked up a meal from a selection of vendors selling fish, eels, soup, oh. baked potatoes, and meat pies. Yeah, I like my muffins right next to the eel cart. <laughs> no one's asking if they know the eel man. Only the muffin man. And the eel man was probably pissed. Yeah. Dude. He was. It's probably fucking muffin man getting all the, the clout and attention. It's probably so hard to, yeah, sell eels on a hot afternoon. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, what well, like, that like, is ice was
0: like available. Yeah, it's the spaghetti of the sea. Come, <laughs> yeah, on, come on like how do you s- how do you spin this? <laughs> Not easy. You just tell them it'll cure anything, or that right, like, God oh, loves it, point. or something. That's probably what yeah. I do. Oh, your teeth falling out. <laughs> yeah, suck down this slimy fish. You blind? blind? <laughs> you want to be? <laughs> uh... <laughs> The true story of the Muffin Man suggests that hundreds of years earlier, one of these vendors was a serial killer named Frederick Thomas Linwood. Linwood purportedly killed more than a dozen people, including children. Too bad it wasn't 13, because I have been a Baker's dozen. True. He really and, uh, missed out on a branding opportunity he missed it. there. <laughs> what are they called? Like uh, plague Doctors? Yes, Plague Doctors. I was to say Bird Face Mask guys. I just am uh, thinking about like... No real soap, yeah. I no think just like brushes, just eel carts out without ice. Like <laughs> shit was. Well, stagnant, we don't they would have had dude. ice for the eel carts. Like, we imagine just the ice was invented in like 1830, dude. So, like, imagine like hugging anybody. Very Sweeney Todd kind of. Yeah, but I don't know. He. He killed his rivals and it's like, okay, I get it. You're trying to be at the top of the muffin game. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. But then you start killing children. It's like, wait a minute, you flew too close to the sun, baby. Come on. And you're like, and he's like, I'm also trying to be the best. I'm his agent. I'm like, come on, baby. You flew too close to the sun. We could have had it all. Could have been the king of the West London muffins. That's this is like the you know the Oscar winning drama is like the dad talking to the muffin man's son, and he's like, You're a muffin man, we're muffin men. <laughs> and he's like, I wanna be a dumpling dude. You're the you, know? <laughs> yeah, you love on my Yeah, you My Roof. You guys did it. You sell my pastries and we're muffins. I wanna be an artist, yes. I wanna be a dumpling artist. According to Snopes, we've got just great sources according to snopes the snopes? answer is no yeah you don't you don't you know snopes right yes sorry i okay my brain okay. had a moment right there so snopes is like a fact-checking <laughs> thing right yeah snopes is like is this like urban legend okay re- i was thinking of, <laughs> do you remember the computer what? game snood <laughs> yeah. yes yeah, I checked Snood, <laughs> and Snood said that this doesn't exist. I lined up all re-exist. the blue guys. <laughs> they popped away, and all that was left was revealed a Muffin or Man. When you said Snopes. I was thinking Snood, and I was like, what is he talking about, dude? Is there some kind of message <laughs> like, <point?"> bro- <laughs> I would be so fucking loot. I'd be a lunatic. Yeah. I mean, you can if get like, like, bro, like classified documents Snood on me. Minecraft now. Why can't you get Muffin Man <laughs> the truth there on Snood? And those were the clips from the Muffin Man, Dars, Scones. We have awards to give out. Oh, I forgot about the awards. So, in in addition to the clips, you guys get to find out the awards that are given out. The awards, the awards, Scones. What's our first award? The first award is Best Invention of Season 4. <gasps> Best Invention of Season 4. Best oh, Invention I of have, Season oh, 4. Man. I know what I'm rooting for. Speaking of 4. Here are the nominees: Brrr. Nominated for bummer. Best Invention: The Chronovisor. Yep, that's what came into my head. The Integratron. Ooh, also a good one. And the Chicken Warhead Nuclear Mine. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. I guess that one counts. So who's who's the winner? Skulls? Well, let me see. Yeah, I, gotta get I, see the, uh... I see. Yeah, you've got an envelope there. And the winner that bad is the Chronovisor. Yay! Is it going to come up and take its uh, give an acceptance speech? It is not. Instead, uh, it's just <laughs> fucking the wispy birdbath no, thing you. from Dumbledore's Creepy Room. Yeah. Where he's so, just waterboarding Harry into seeing his dad bully <laughs> other kids. Do you want to get into my dad bully juice pot? Sure do. With me? Yeah, come on down to Darce's dad bully juice <laughs> pot. While supplies um, last. The chronovisor, what an, what an invention. What a... What a combination! Just a bunch of, of time ca- uh, Christian dudes just being like, "Hey, we can see the past," and everyone's like, "Can we see?" And they're like, "No," they're like, "No, <laughs> you may not you idiots." <laughs> that would ruin it. But Jesus uh, is real, and that our religion is right. Yeah, have enough faith to know that it works. You gotta so like, have faith, faith. You gotta have faith in the stars. No one's gonna bend or break me. You ever watch uh, Star Trek Next Generation? Yes. That's the intro to Star Trek Next Generation. Yes. Um, Moving right along. Moving along. We've, we've right got around. our number four. Number four, Quattro, Quattro. <laughs> Every year. I forgot about Quattro. <laughs> number four. Number four. Number four. An episode that many consider to be one of season four episodes. And I have to agree. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Definitely in the top five, as voted by the listener. This episode, The Hum. The Hum. The Hum. Hum. What number was that, Hum Daddy? (laughs) Episode 24, season four, episode 24, The Hum. The Hum. Skrinkles, play those clips. Skrinkles, Scrink it. Could you give me your best low frequency throb real quick? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Phil. Phil loves low frequency. I humming. <laughs> He just, yeah, turns that key, baby. That's all he hears all day. That's why. You have to <laughs> yell like to get his attention. Yeah, he's <laughs> He has a very specific disorder. Most of the people who are affected are ages 55 to 70 according to a 2003 study by the acoustical consultant Jeff Leventhal of Surrey, England. Acoustical consultant? Yeah. Sounds I don't know m- if that if he's up. like he works on like acoustic sciences or if he just plays guitar or what that means, but there's so many consonants in that title. Acoustical consultant. Acoustical. Yeah, it could just be a guy with a guitar and an amp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like, he's trying to bust on the side of the street, but they were like, hey, you need a permit? He's like, oh, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm I'm an acoustical consultant. Listen, I can hear. I know about sound. (laughs) See these ear holes right here? Full of noise. Got two of them, unlike that Van Gogh guy. Van Gogh, more like Van wishes he was. (laughs) Vandy's nuts. (laughs) Sheesh. (laughs) Most of the people who hear the hum sometimes refer to as hearers or hummers, which hummer you should mm, not call them nope, hummers. No, don't go around calling people hum, <laughs> tr- <getting a> hummers. <laughs> Is that a New England slang? I don't think so. I think that's, okay. I think that's pretty universal. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. If you don't get that slang, write in. Write in or Google, but be careful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's worse at night, Jacques said. It's hard to get off to sleep because... <laughs> Are we mature enough to handle this episode? <laughs> well, it's just hummus, BBC, and getting off to sleep. Dude. <laughs> well, yeah, well, this is this doesn't it's need an English, E. Bro. We don't need an E rating. It's hard it's to get, it's get off just to sleep English. because I hear this throbbing sound <laughs> in the background. <laughs> this is a prank. This We've is this somebody somebody suck me. <laughs> We got pranked, dude. We got pranked. This is a freaking pranker, dude. Where is this? Who's the social experiment YouTuber that's hiding (laughs) in our podcast right now? Livescience.com is a one giant. It's a prank website. Yep. Being dismissed as crackpots or whiners only exacerbates the distress (laughs) for these (laughs) complaints. What an adult. What a ch- what a childish thing to say. Yeah, the cops like you sound like a fucking whiner. Hey, uh, you keep calling in. You're a kind of a whiner, so <laughs> mm, can't help you. Their doctor tells them that Tasslerin. <laughs> yeah, we got the results, and I think you should sit down. <laughs> You're a Most- cryberry wiener boy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're on like ley lines or something. What's happening? Dude, it's Ice Cap. (laughs) I told you. Why don't nobody believe me? The famous Ice Caps of Bondi, (laughs) Australia. Oh, yeah. I'm telling (laughs) you, bro. The aliens came. They told me, brother. They said, you got to go down there. Australia's a fucking spaceship, bro. What if it was just aliens who like thought they're like this is alien SoundCloud? They just send their <laughs> their sick beats to like different parts of yeah. the, like the world to sample it, it's and people are like, "That's driving me insane!" And we're really hurting their feelings. Glorp, glorp, just like dropped the new fucking single, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and this just in, <laughs> this just in, glorp, glorp. You're gonna need to sit down for this one. <laughs> you're a crybaby weeder boy who sucks at music. <laughs> Phil, how do you feel? Phil, you got a nice hum going right now over there. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm getting hummed. Phil's hot car has one of the best hums. <laughs> imagine <How awful. laughs> and he's gone. He's backed right through the wall of the studio. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he just blew through the side of the wall. Lava's God. now falling out of the goddamn building. Anyway, the hump, imagine how terrible it is, Dars, for the people that were just could Ugh. hear or sense Yuck. something that made them go insane. Not good. Not good. Oh, listen. I'll make a stance right now. Listen. I don't want it. Music makes me lose control. Music makes me lose Although, control. imagine if you could harness the hum and make it into a podcast. Dude, humharnessers.org? Dude, harnessers.org. Oh, my God. If we could get humharnessers, we'd be unstoppable. I can't think of one thing that could stop us. I can't think at all. This hum is too loud. Um... Yeah, the hum sounds awful. Hum-diddly, I hum-diddly. I hope no but none of our listeners have to deal with it ever. Me too. Uh, but at the same time, you know, get get some earplugs, baby. Get some earplugs and don't touch that dial. So, do we have how many awards do we have? <laughs> uh we got We're not going to give it out yet. All right. So, All right, do number 3. Hum. Do number 3. Number four, number three, number three. Number, number three. 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 Quattro. 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 Three. <laughs> number three. three is an episode sure is. that it's it defies logic and reason, but, you know, some of the best ones do, according to you, our listeners. Because number three is season four, episode 31, The Man from Torrid. The Man from Torrid. This is about the guy who ends up, like, in an airport... And he's like, "Hey, y'all ever been to like Houston, Texas?" And they're like, "That doesn't exist." The Japanese people are like, "Let's get him a hotel. This guy's insane." Yeah, yeah, they were like, "We're gonna arrest you," and by that we mean put you up at like a Holiday Inn Express. The holiday Inn, and it's pretty chill. Uh, but yeah, it's about a man who claims he is from a fict- as of as we know, fictitious land of Tory. and maybe there's some and, uh, kind of Berenstain Bears situation. What do you call that? Yeah. What's the name for that? Um um the <laughs> I was going to say the uh something effect. What's the name of like that the Coriolis? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not that. No, the uh it's the aye, aye, aye. What is the effect? Carbonaro effect? No, it's Dude, uh... so hold on a little bit of spaghetti. Oh my god. What's the the barren stained bears? Effect Mandela, the effect, Mandela effect. From, Why is it the Mandela effect? Because people think Nelson Mandela was like a lot of people think he was not assassinated. I forget, it's either that he was assassinated or he wasn't assassinated, it's not like that. Because oh, Nelson Mandela is one so of it's those, it all comes back to Mandela, yeah. All all signs point to Mandela. All signs. So, here's the clipperonis. Or did we just do the clipper? No, wait, give them the clips, dude. Here's the glimpse. <laughs> Shut up. The story of the man from Torrid begins quite specifically in many sources with a hot day in July of 1954. On that particular day, um, which might have been my dad's birthday, because that is, ooh, you know, it, maybe my dad. Or my dad. Oh, my God. Are our dads the same age? Are our dads the same person? Are our dads? Should we have, like, should we, like, set them up? <laughs> like, on a play date? On a real date? <laughs> now we're talking yes to all the above (laughs) parent trap our dads (laughs) get our dads the meet me mcdonald's cut and riz them up so i have to so i have to go to your next family thing (laughs) as you gotta parent trap our dads yeah to parent trap our dads i'll have a bunch of like uh facial like black facial hair glued to my face like a like a yeti (laughs) Or I guess not a yeah. Yeti, but more Ex- of a, a... Yeah, you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, should and we start a new podcast up? called Parent Trap Our Dads? In which we... Parent Trap Our Dads. Parent, parent Trap Our Dads. Or people call it in... <laughs> and try and parent trap their dads. <laughs> yeah. It's like private investigators f- of love. Um, of dad love. Of dad love. <laughs> this man has been described as Caucasian with a beard. Whilst his primary... Jesus. Whilst his primary, well, I guess, <laughs> it, not con- oh, canonically wow, Jesus. Wow, Dar's but- <laughs> part of the Western Jesus. Canonically Jesus, but actually probably not. <laughs> in the comics? In the-, <laughs> in the comics, he was white, but in the MCU, Yeah, but that he's was black. in like Earth 514. <laughs> uh, whilst his primary language is said to have been French. <laughs> oh, shit. Scooter, are you okay? I don't what know. What are we? I keep forgetting what the fucking subject even is for this <laughs> week. In another version, the man mentioned that he was from Torrid, and then the immigration officer did not believe him, uh, and he showed him his passport. <laughs> I mean, why would yeah. he? Yeah, why? <laughs> so either way, this guy gets taken. I want to believe this guy, but <laughs> this place doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> Also, you could choose a real country if you were, you know, like if you're trying to sneak. Just, just so that's to, what I mean. He has to like really believe he's from yeah. another place. Right. Or this is just the weirdest scheme. I don't know how he, <laughs> what he gets out of this. The internet is full of people replicating the story and using it as evidence for alternate realities. One of the most notable explanations for this incident is that the man from Torrid had somehow passed through a parallel dimension by accident. Ending up at the Haneda Airport in Tokyo. What F- side do you think Tord was on in his dimension for World War II? Ooh, well, do you think they had a World War II? Maybe it was like an international Ooh. tickle fight, you know? Man, what a world that would be. What a crazy alternate reality. <laughs> is every part of World War II just tickles then? Well, that's how they decide wars. Like the Nazis are rounding war- up people and tickling them? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. this is. I feel like <laughs> that universe is way better. <laughs> yeah. Unless you don't ben like being tickled. <laughs> you know, he could be from another dimension. Or it could be a maybe a know makey not suck to be that if guy. You were him. Yeah, like imagine I'm, I'm taking a drive down to Georgia. and That's where I, get the devil by, I get stopped by police in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and you're and like, they're like, give me your license. And I'm like, oh, and I give it to them, and I'm like, I'm from Massachusetts. And they're like, from where? <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? And they're like, Massachusetts is And not then they're a like, thing. you're going to jail for a year. <laughs> you're yeah. like, wait a minute. Here's a, a free hotel. Yeah. <laughs> bang, bang. Bang, bang. Bing, and we're bang, bang, back. And we're back. Welcome back to the nice volcanic abode of the Sling and Dinger Studio. It's steamy in here, and we like it that way. It's steamy, it's creamy, it's cover girl. You know? I do. <laughs> is that a cool thing to say? I think so. I think so. I think it was cool. So, kind of cool. Do we, da have, da. A, we have a workout? Here they come. Oh, man. And the next award is for the Slinging Dingers Man of the Year. Oh. <gasps> Oh my moa. And you're going to hear a lot of familiar names in here, Darcy. Here we go. The nominations for the season four man of the year the man from Torrid. He's a good man. The Muffin Man. Also, ooh, also a good man. And the real Men in Black. Damn, that's like more than one man. (laughs) Get the envelope. Get the envelope. The real men in black. <gasps> wow. You know, they came in with a good showing in this season. And while I think the Muppet Man personally it deserves it, I can understand the Academy's choice. Uh the Academy didn't want any eels in here, you know? <laughs> like, keep that. Keep that sea spaghetti out of my light, baby. Instead, they chose the real Men in Black. And there's, listen, Darcy, there's nothing more American than men in black suits making stuff go away. Ugh. So true. Brings a tear to my if eye. an eagle is screeching somewhere off in the distance. Uh, Yeah, that's that's uh, a, a fine award, Scones. Thank you for presenting it. You're welcome. And <laughs> Coming in at number two. Maybe my personal favorite of the season. Uh, I think this one was great. Yes, this... uh, It's up there for my favorites as well. It is a wonderful episode. Great episode. Great great guest stars. Uh, Of course, we are talking about season four. Episode 39. The Great Train Heist of 1963. It... Uh, So good. Now... We we talk about a lot of kissing in this. <laughs> yeah, there's the sugar baby. There's a lot of sugar, sugar, sugar baby when it comes to this. Episode. There's a lot, there's a lot, sugar lot of sugar baby. Sugar <laughs> baby. People kissing, people you, knocking people out, forgetting how to drive trains. Yeah, people waking people back up to try to get them to drive the train again. People <laughs> it's uh, avoiding the law by traveling to different countries. You you gotta respect the hustle. You have to, right? Uh and you learn a lot about trains. You gotta, you know? You you learn all sorts, baby. Well, actually, these robbers probably should have learned
1: more. They should have read up
0: more, but (laughs) but you know what? We can't fault them for that. Is this uh... also the moment where we try to parent trap our dads? (laughs) Um, I think so. I think it is in one of the episodes on this list. I know which we very yes. We talk. We try to parent trap our dads, which should be a whole nother podcast so should just be called yes. Parent Trap Our Dads or Parent Trap Your Dads. I think when we were making dads. the ju- I think in the bit we said we should do a podcast called Parent Trap Your Dads. We might have to end this podcast to go start yeah, this Parent last Trap episode. Your Dad. There's dad out. There's dad calling there that need with <laughs> trying to parent trap their dads. And we help them. It's such a funny sentence. Parent trap <laughs> our dads? It's great. Hey, parent trap our dads? PT. Imagine the surprise in our moms' lives when we parent trap our dads. Oh, then we're going to have to start parent trapping moms, but that's like a whole other season. So we got yeah, all the I don't know if I have energy for that. Yeah, maybe I'll spin off. Uh, but without further ado, let's play the clips so we can find Heck out. Heck yeah. Clips. The co-engineer of the train, David Whitby, jumped from the lead car to investigate the signal that had delayed them. When he got close, he noticed a leather glove lying against the light. A 6-volt battery also hung from the contraption. Whitby went to make a call to the rail line to see what the issue was, but he noticed that someone had cut the phone lines. (gasps) They're inside the car. At at this point, you're just like, fuck. Like, you know what it is. Yeah. You're like, oh no, I'm in a movie. It's every train conductor's nightmare. It's like, what's your cowboy on this train? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even modern, you get in the Amtrak and they're like, are we clear of cowboys hooting and hollering? (laughs) First question you ask in MBTA school is you raise your hand at the Department of Transportation, you say, have we cleared out the cowboy gangs? (laughs) Are we still like masked men on horseback, right? Have you checked the tops of the trains? They like the I've tops of the trains. 310 to Yuma. I know <laughs> what this is. The Great Train Robbery had begun. <gasps> yeah, I would. that would be another thing for the train conductor. I'd be like, is this music specifically playing yeah. anywhere outside? <laughs> what Bing would what British cowboy robbers look like? Would they have like the tri-cornered hat? Oh, And they'd bust mean, it. Yeah. In? With like uh In 1963. A, yeah, with a musket and be like, what's all this then? <laughs> what's going on in here, mobs <laughs> <laughs> After seizing control of the lead car, the men detached the first two cars from the 12-car train. Then, they realized they had a problem on their hands. The robber in their ranks assigned with learning to drive a train realized the male locomotive was much more complex. <laughs> they... <laughs> He used like, (laughs) yeah. He's like, whoa! I used a leapfrog for this. This thing's really weird. This is way different than the model. So this is hilarious. This is very Benny Hill. But they needed Mill, who was the lead engineer, that they just beat the shit out of. (laughs) So recognizing this issue, the men roused Mills from his semi-consciousness and forced him to drive the train half a mile down the track as he bled. (laughs) Which (laughs) is so funny. They're like. Hey, I know we just beat the crap out of you, but like, Ooh. so we need someone do you to drive know how this to thing. drive? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, thought Benny did. was going to be good yeah. for this, but he does. He apparently did not. Like, I thought Nigel was going to drive and he's in a full knight armor. Yeah, he's he an <laughs> iron ironclad knight. Uh, and then there's another guy with a top hat and a monocle. Tea. <laughs> We've covered all of the eras. Later, a guard patrolling the other 10 cars still stationary in Cheddington realized the gravity of the situation and called authorities. (laughs) There's a bunch of people here. They stole everything. They're making out. Wait a minute. Everyone's (laughs) making... Dudes are kissing in that car. That's a lot of sugar, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Look at all the sugar they're giving each other. (laughs) just a knight kissing (laughs) a guy that's off that. That's a lot of sugar. Oh, man. All right. We're back. We are back. We've got one more episode on the list. We do. Your number one. Number one. Your number one episode. Quattro. (laughs) Quattro. And we have one Uh, last award to give out. I was going to say, do we want to give the award now before the grand finale? We have a Lifetime Achievement Award for podcasting by an arachnid. I have a feeling I know who might win this one. This arachnid has been podcasting oh, for a long time given the lifespan of the average arachnid. What is an average arachnid's lifespan, Scott? Uh, let's look it up. <laughs> let's uh ask Google. da 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 life span. Look like at Tarantula. Of average arachnid. About two years. Okay. So that's like how putting yeah, in work, of, dude. <laughs> putting in a lot of work. Uh, apparently Goliath bird eaters can live from fifteen to twenty five years. Well, that's why we don't have our so, the winner is not a Goliath bird eating split. The winner <laughs> is of course Dinger's very own. And a part of the Monday Morning Macabre family, mm. Morbo. Yep, Morbo, come on down. Morbo, see, look, darts. The trophy is really small. <laughs> it is so teeny, teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny for Morbo. Oh, but he's spinning a web and he's slingshotting it across the that room. That was the coolest acceptance we had tonight. Um, congratulations, Morbo. Mor- I can't think of a more deserving uh, arachnid. No, I like. I've been playing eight-legged freaks a lot. Yep. And I feel like this award might cool his temper <laughs> because right. he's See, mad. He is angry. But that's why we love him. That's why you love him. He's the guy you love to hate. He's the bad boy of the group. For sure. Easily. Way better than us. Easily. The baddiest. The baddiest baddie there ever was. Um, Congratulations, Morbo. And <clears throat> I suppose we can move on to our number 1 pick the final pick of season 4 as voted on by you the listener our listeners this episode uh i get it <laughs> i understand i see why it's number me 1 me too with a what it's- a cr- what a ridiculous story this was if you're a fan of we have episodes that uh, can sometimes have different tones sometimes are very dark and horrifying and sometimes are silly and bizarre. And this one is both silly and bizarre, and the fact that it's real is dark and troubling. (laughs) Yeah, this would be, you'd be like, oh, you had a a fever dream and you're recounting it, but then you find out it actually happens and you're like, "This this can't be real life. But here we are. We are, of course, talking about season four, episode 14, Project Blue Peacock. Ba, ba, ba. It feels like the horrifying brainchild of a laboratory chimpanzee raised to be evil. <laughs> Mojo Jojo, essentially. And so you basically have a nuclear warhead as a landmine spread across the country of Germany. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> underground. But Darce, it gets cold underground and warheads won't work. And... So we need to keep them warm. How do we do that? Have you seen the movie Chicken Run? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been to Tweety's Farm? Because it's like that. They fill them with chickens. Just nukes full of live chickens. Underground is the plan. Insane. Uh, Why don't we uh, hear the clips? Hear the clips. Clips. you your number one. Can you imagine? Do you like there was so much time in human history when nothing was in the sky? Nothing flew. Like, <laughs> yeah, there was. You could look up if you saw anything, you'd be like, <laughs> what the? Like, game over, life ruined. Literally, just like it was like there's birds, some bugs, bats, and nothing else is up <laughs> birds, there, dude. Birds, bugs, bats, and, and nothing. nothing. Uh, so, this is an article by Genevieve Carlton, edited by Cara Johnson. In 1954, the British engineers behind Blue Peacock designed a nuclear landmine to use against the Soviets. That's and it was so dependent. Wait, <laughs> it gets more unnecessary. It was dependent upon live chickens. <laughs> <laughs> so. One it's, like, All right, nuclear bomb. Yeah. Let's put it in a whoopee cushion, right? <laughs> <laughs> put it on the sub's desk. <laughs> She sits, and then it's just like the, the footage of the A bomb in the, yeah. the desert. The house getting destroyed. Yeah. So, as the nuclear arms race took off, the British came up with a top secret Operation Blue Peacock as a way to stop a potential Soviet attack. The plan bury nuclear landmines across West Germany that would explode if the Soviets tried to invade. How is a nuclear landmine possible? Is it fucking huge? Like <laughs> logistically, the size of the landmine? Like I the I mean, it's probably pretty pretty huge. I would assume if it's nuclear, it's especially in 1954, they did definitely yeah. did not have like <laughs> they're like, hey, what's that giant mount? And everyone's like, I don't know. Let's race up it. I like to think Boom. the English couldn't figure out how to get the IC like the the missile working, so they're like, what do we do? Fucking bury it. <laughs> <laughs> just just bury it. See what happens. Who cares. Some kid's going to play ultimate Frisbee on that bitch (laughs) one day. (laughs) Going to lose half a pole. (laughs) That was the plan. The problem. Frigid temperatures might keep the bombs from detonating. Oh, no. Oh, that's... I hate when... (laughs) I hate when it's so cold that nuclear holocaust doesn't happen. Yeah. But they have a solution, Scones. Yes. Seal live chickens inside the buried (laughs) landmines to keep them warm. That's the best they could come up with out there and across the pond to keep their goddamn landmine alive. If I ever meet an English person that's an engineer, I'm going to be like, but are you really? I know a little bit about your history. And it was cartoons. (laughs) It is a fucking... First of all, Coyote Roadrunner cartoon. Do they think, they think chickens live forever? <laughs> what, like, what happens when the chickens die? Also, like, how do you keep a chicken alive underground in the dark in the in a bomb? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, imagine the why not episode- rats? <laughs> so, World War II ended in 1945, but a new standoff soon gripped the world, and this time, the conflict pitted nuclear powers against each other. In the 1950s, NATO faced off against the Warsaw Pact. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sweet 10-round fight. That fucking NATO meeting when Kennedy's <laughs> like, "All right, Britain, what do you got?" <laughs> They're like, "All right, stick with me here." <laughs> you know chickens? He's just very like, war. He's just looking down like like <laughs> his fingers on the bridge of his nose like, <laughs> "Fucking <laughs> England." <laughs> Uh, In addition to blasting away Soviet forces, the British hope the nuclear landmine... You know what I would love? If they did go off and it's just like a bunch of chicken wings flew out. Like, (laughs) Like all freshly cooked. cooked. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Like cartoonish, like, drumsticks just flying through the air. England's like, Uh, yes, (laughs) perfect. (laughs) Just the pure comedy around the guy who was the voice of reason that it made it all the way up to his desk. And he was like, what is it? And they're like, nuclear landmine. He's like, where are you going to put it? Germany. And he's like, <laughs> how are you going to keep what? it warm? I, like, how is that even going to, it's a landmine? How much destruction? And they lay it out. And they're like, but we have to fill it with chickens first, logistically. And he's like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And he's it's like, like uh, no, what? It's Like some idiocracy why did shit. you even think of this? And they're like, oh, we ordered 10 of them. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> On whose card? Yeah. So, just what the fuck? <laughs> Beautiful. I've never had more faith in our close NATO ally, England. <laughs> yeah, with I'm like, maybe America does have the biggest and best like military. After listening, Yo, to so this. someone has I'm to like, <laughs> in NATO. People are just <laughs> making chicken bombs. I yeah, chicken bombs are not. This is just such a ludicrous idea. It is, and that. But, is why our beautiful listeners who we love so much so much <laughs> voted it as their number <laughs> 1 for season 4. Thank thank you for voting. Thank you for taking the time to listen, gang. Um they everyone says that season 4 is uh the only the second best season of anything and season 5 is the true best season. True um which is like just so so you know we think so too so um, season four is like the 97 bulls season five is about to be like the 96 bulls like just crazy yeah we're going backwards in time it's gonna be Back crazy i'm gonna skip a playoff game i don't know which year that we're gonna play through a cold yeah it's gonna be wild and i hope we'll see you all there uh and without further ado I love it. Keep going. <laughs> the Morbo musical. <laughs> That'd be sick. That would be just at the tail end of this episode, we put in a three hour musical. Was entire, <laughs> yeah, three hour space opera musical. <laughs> that would be sick. No, but happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Uh, congratulations on another year of listening to just the best, uh, highest quality stuff you can find on the internet. And I love you. We love you, listener. Goodbye. Bye.